Hello, amazing parents and caretakers, and welcome to the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. I'm your family empowerment coach, Celia Kibler. I'm a mom of a blended family of five kids. I'm a grandma of nine kids, an author, a teacher, a speaker, and a consultant with over 40 years of training and real-life parenting experience. I'm here to offer you practical, doable tips, strategies, and techniques that will pump up your parenting skills and create peace, love, and laughter throughout your family. In addition, I'll be interviewing some great humans that are on a mission to make your life a better, happier, and healthier life. So let's not waste any time and get started with the next episode of the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. I have a very special guest with us today to talk about what many feel is a very sensitive subject that is often not talked about. Personally, I feel like it's time that we start talking about it as it happens to so many women. Since October is Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month, I decided to bring on one of my favorite humans in the world, my daughter, Lauren. Lauren has unfortunately had to come to terms with five, yes, five miscarriages in working towards the family she has dreamed of having. She is now blessed with two beautiful children, my wonderful grandchildren, her daughter, age seven, and her son, age four. But the journey to these two successful pregnancies wasn't an easy one. And I asked Lauren to come on and talk to you about her personal experience working to create her wonderful family. Thank you so much, Lauren. I'm so proud of you and so grateful that you offered to talk about what is a very emotional subject to talk about so that your experience can help other women who often feel very alone when they experience the loss of a miscarriage. Welcome, Lauren, to our podcast. Hi. Celia here. Welcome to another episode of the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. Today, I'm with my daughter, Lauren, and we decided we would talk about a very sensitive subject, being as this is the month to talk about it, make it public, and really consider how people feel about the ultimate loss, which I consider the ultimate loss of God's gift and as a child. And uh, so we're talking about miscarriage and Lauren experienced three miscarriages before the birth of her first child. I actually believe I had a miscarriage between my first and second child, but because I didn't know what it was and I didn't take what fell into the bathroom, into the toilet, to the doctor, he believes it was a miscarriage too, as I described it to him. Um, but I wanted to talk to Lauren because she actually experienced three and there's a lot of people out there that experience one miscarriage and there are people that experience more. And I'm wanting Lauren to tell you in her own words, how she felt about having one miscarriage and then also how she felt about having one and another and another. So here's Lauren, Lauren world. Hi. <laughs> so Lauren, if you could talk a little bit about 
you know, how you felt when you first got pregnant with your first child. I know the excitement. I remember the bib you gave me and we were all tears in our eyes. And then of course you miscarried that child. Um, so like, how did that personally feel? Do you know, sometimes I, I'm not sure all women take it as a total loss. I'm pretty sure men don't always take it as a total loss, but it's still a grieving process. So how did you feel after that happened to you, the excitement of your first child? Yeah, uh, well, I guess the first time that I got pregnant, we tried for probably like, I think it was four or five months. And then we finally got pregnant and it was just very exciting and as you remember i came and told you we told all of our family our close family um and we were just really excited and it didn't it's not that i didn't know i could have a miscarriage but i guess it didn't really i don't know it didn't occur to me i was just so excited we were so excited we tried for months we were actually trying and then you know we got pregnant. I remember that weekend after we found out, we saw our friends. We have a very close knit group of friends and I decided to tell them even though I was four or five weeks pregnant at the time, but we're very close. I mean, a family of friends, but so we all knew um, and it was very exciting. And then uh, my gynecologist was actually a reproductive endocrinologist, which sounds like a big term, but is basically helps women get pregnant. So I didn't have her because of that reason. She just happened to have been my gynecologist for several years. And so when I called and told her that I was, when she knew we were trying and I'd gotten off birth control several months before. And when I called and told her that I was pregnant, she had me go and get blood work done because that's just her normal routine, which isn't always the case with all gynecologists, but I didn't know any different because she just was mine. So I got the blood work done and then you have to go back again a couple days later and get the blood work done. And then she called to tell me that the numbers didn't look that great, that they were going down when they should have been going up. And I remember being pretty upset but also a little hopeful you know then you start googling on the internet which no one should ever do but you start to you know be like okay there's a little hope maybe it'll turn around maybe who knows and then um of course it didn't and then I started bleeding and then it turned out that I lost the baby so that was like probably at about seven weeks um which is still very early and there are plenty plenty of people who have babies later in their pregnancies and have miscarriages. And it's, I can't imagine how much even more devastating, but it doesn't take away from the fact that it was devastating to me. And I had a plan for my, you know, life and then it was gone and it was right probably a week before I turned 30. And it was just really hard. It was hard to tell everybody, but it, it wasn't, I did no point regretted having told our family and our friends, our close friends and close family, because I would have told them anyways, I would have told them that I was going to having a miscarriage if I did anyways. Again, these are people that are very important in my life. So I, um, 
Yeah, it was hard. Uh, the first one was definitely the hardest and it just really hit me out of nowhere because I didn't think that was going to happen, which I'm sure nobody does. But Yeah, I know when I became pregnant with you, I didn't even, I, I was very young. I was 23 years old and I didn't even know that people had trouble getting pregnant yeah. you know, until I met our friend Donna, who struggled and struggled with it. And I remember getting pregnant with Kyle and I didn't even want to tell her because she was going through so many struggles of trying to get pregnant. And, you know, I, I had no idea until I met her that this was something that was difficult to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I actually, at the same time, after that happened, and then after I had another one, then another couple months later, a month or so later, whatever, my, um, one of my very best friends, she, I knew they were going to start trying for a baby about the same time. And I remember going to her and asking her if she would tell me, I mean, she, this girl is like my best friend in life. So I knew that she would not find this weird, but I asked her if she would tell me if she did get pregnant before I did separately from everybody or anyone else, because I knew I would be super excited for her, but also have a hard time taking that in. And turned out things happened in a weird way that I, when I eventually did get pregnant with my daughter, she got pregnant about five weeks later and now her daughters are best friends, but it was weird. Like she, she got pregnant with her first child or son right away. And then her daughter, it was like, I don't know. It just, she just waited until I got pregnant. She didn't wait, but her, everything just waited until I got pregnant. And then, but anyways, it was hard. It is hard when other people are all Get getting pregnant. pregnant. It yeah. seems easy when it's not was, always so easy. Yeah, exactly. And it's not always easy when you, when you, you know, learn about, how hard it is to get pregnant. The timing has to be perfect. Everything has to be perfect. It's amazing. Anyone gets pregnant. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's, and then miscarriages, I feel like are something that people don't talk about and they don't talk about them to other people. And yet it can be such a huge loss to the woman and sometimes to the man as well. You know, the, a lot of times we don't consider the man's feelings, you know, um, but when you miscarry it, there's always the, you know, people have the belief, well, that was not, you know, a, a healthy baby. So it's nature's way of, you know, not having that baby, baby be born, you know, and then with, you know, Aunt Linda, with my sister, she carried a baby to full term and that baby did not die, did not survive because once she went into labor because the baby was did not have a brain it was all fluid died once labor happened and that I guess to a lot of people seems like so much more of a re real death because that baby was full term but it's no less of a loss to someone who suffers a miscarriage and for you you didn't suffer one then you got pregnant again and suffered another. And then you got pregnant again the third time and had yet another miscarriage. 
And at that point, did you feel like giving up? Um, no, I wasn't ready to give up. I was pretty, it was hard. Um, and then each, the hard part about it is that excitement that you get when you're pregnant is not there anymore. Like you get a positive test and then you think even the second time I was a little hopeful, but then we lost that one. And then the third time, and then, you know, by that time, you're just kind of like, like I walked into my husband and I was like, oh, looks like I'm pregnant again. And he's like, okay, you know, we'll see what happens. Like, I remember when I did finally get pregnant with my daughter. Um, yeah, we, we just kind of called each parent and we were like, yeah, so we're pregnant again. Okay, well, hopefully this one works out and I, you know, you kind of, you'll never get once you, it's something that people who don't go through miscarriage or loss should be very grateful for that they, there is no, um, I don't know what the word is, but there's no doubt or you don't have that. I mean, everybody, whether you've had loss or not is concerned about it, but you don't have, you get to enjoy that moment without questioning it as much, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but you don't second guess it. I think. Right. Well, you probably still do. Everybody knows the risks when you get pregnant, whether you've had a miscarriage or not. I mean, you all, you know, it's the same reason why they say don't tell people until you're 12 right. weeks because you could lose it. Like, I mean, the risk is pretty high. Everybody knows that I feel like. But if you haven't gone through it, then maybe you you still can feel that like elation when you get that test and you know you're pregnant and you don't. I, I just know for me that after the first one, I never, even when we got pregnant, even when we were trying for my son, my second kid, it it never you never get that same excitement. Even when we got pregnant with him and we had the same kind of thing happen twice where we were pregnant and lost and pregnant and lost before my son was born. And it's just, but by then I knew, like I knew kind of expected it to come where the first time I just, I just didn't expect it to go. And it was okay. I mean, it all worked out for me, thank goodness in the end. And I feel for the women that are trying, still trying, and it's a lot. I mean, there are all, everyone's story is different, and everybody has a hard time. But that's just my story, and it's yeah, it got hard. It got. I don't even know if it got easier. It didn't really, but it just got more expected, I guess. Got after. more of a normal, almost kind like, of yeah, or just like I just didn't get my hopes up right as much. So then when I was let down, I wasn't as let down like. Like the very first one, the high was so high and the low was so low. And then after that, it kind of, you know, you just kind of, okay, well, this could happen again. This is a reality, you know, so. You were able to deal with it more. So what, how was your husband's reaction to it? And that, you know, I'm sure all guys react differently. It's, you know, not their body and but yet they can still suffer loss because it's their baby. But yeah. So my husband in particular is not, 
I don't think he fully understood what I was going through. I mean, when it first happened, I mean, he was upset and I, but I think it was a lot more for me to, he was more worried about me um, as opposed to the baby. I mean, he did, he even at one point said something like, I, I don't, I don't really understand why you're, he wasn't being mean. He just didn't, he said, yeah, I don't understand why you're so upset. And I don't think that he really, it's just not the same. It's not the same when it's not your body. It's not the same when it's you. Plus we are different personalities. I'm a planner. He's not a planner. Like I had it. it I had a lot in my mind going on this plan that I had. And um. Yeah, I don't know. It was just different, but he always supported me. He always, like I said, it was my 30th birthday. So he, we went out a couple weeks later, he threw me like a little party with our friends. And even though I said I didn't want it, he did it. And I was really glad he did because he got me out of the house, got me, you know, realizing things are still happening in the world. And it was very nice. And he, um, yeah, I mean, he's, he was supportive of me and caring but I don't think it definitely didn't affect him the same way I mean to him he just thought okay well it's I mean it's gonna happen eventually or or even in his mind it won't we'll just get more dogs like I don't think he you know would you have considered like if it did you think about the alternatives if you actually I mean I I would think after three miscarriages I would start thinking well maybe I can't get pregnant yeah. And then what are my, you know, are we going to have a family? Will I adopt? Will it, like did Right. I mean, of course all that went through my head, but I I mean, it hadn't even been a full year since we had started trying, so I knew I mean, I knew if if that was going to happen, I mean, we were we were far away from that. And even my doctor, which I was very lucky that she was this um <clears throat> this RE that who knew all this stuff i mean she she was she was wonderful and she told me she wasn't worried about it after the second miscarriage or third i can't remember i don't know she um she just had me come into her office you know we talked about things she came, we came up with a plan we had all these what we were going to do after my next cycle and she's like, it's, you know, don't get discouraged and whatever. And then after that appointment, it was the next cycle that I got pregnant with my daughter. And actually the same thing happened with my son. I had went in to see her after I'd had, I think it was two very early miscarriages before my son. I went in, I made an appointment with her, talked about it. We were going to do the same plan. And then the next cycle I got pregnant with my son. So then I called her and we were joking and I was like, well, all I have to do is come into your office and then it fixes the problem. So whatever kind of juju she has going on in her office (laughs) is all you need. Well, gratefully you were able to get pregnant fairly easily. It was the keeping of the baby that was. Right. And, And I am very, very lucky and blessed that I have two healthy children and I have friends who have gone through much, much longer and more difficult and painful ordeals. So I, I know that in the end, I'm incredibly lucky to have had the pregnancies that I have had. I agree. We always realize that 
the struggles we go through, there's always people out there which a, with a much larger challenge. Yep, that's and very true. That really always helps me. It's very true. Um, so when you were going through this, um, did you reach out other than your doctor to help you through? I know the depression was worse for your first one. Did you reach out for help or did you keep, you know, was your doctor enough of a support system? I know that that was her business. So was she enough or did you feel like you were, you needed more? So I actually, I didn't really know anybody at the time who had had, so that's not true. There were people that I found out later down the road had had miscarriages, but at the time I had only known one person. Um, I had worked with her for several years. We shared an office together. And at the time we shared an office together, I was younger. I was like getting married and not in the making a baby age or time frame of my life. And, but she was, and she had gotten pregnant and had had a miscarriage and she, it was very devastating for her. Um, she now is blessed with two twin girls and they're beautiful. And she at the time had moved away several states away from me, but I had actually reached out to her on Facebook and just said, Hey, I, I know we haven't talked in a while because we didn't work together anymore. And, you know, I just explained to her what was going on and was like, you're the only person that I know, you know, do you have any advice or anything like that? And she was of course amazing and talked to me and we talked off and on throughout the whole thing or whatever. But then I learned afterwards, you know, there are that so many women go through this and so many women don't talk about it. And if they did, you would find, which I actually do feel like, I don't know, maybe because I'm older and I see it more and the people I know are older, but I'm hoping that it's actually because it's becoming more common to talk about it. But I see friends posting things. I see a lot of people putting things out into the world about things that are happening to them or miscarriages or things. And it opens up a dialogue of, of people that you can reach out to for support. And I mean, it's one thing to even go on chat rooms and talk to people that you don't know that can relate to you, but it also is pretty cool and humbling to realize that there are a lot of people that you probably do know that have gone through something like this that you can, you can talk to and it would be love to be there to support you. Yeah. It's, you know, it's really important to talk about things like this. And, um, you know, when I was pregnant with you and your brother, you didn't talk about stuff like that you know, you just didn't. And I think it's good that now it's getting more out in the open because so many people do experience miscarriage and it is a loss. It is that excitement of you having a baby and then all of a sudden that baby is gone. And um, people need to talk to each other. They need to discuss their feelings. They, you know, support groups, different groups on Facebook that support it, you know, any social situation where you can talk to somebody else who has been through what you've been through um and how they felt and you know just talk about the similarities of the feelings all of that will you know boost you out of a possible very deep depression that you can get into on the loss of a child so um 
do you have any advice, and maybe we just mentioned that, to give to somebody who has had a miscarriage and doesn't know where to turn or doesn't know who to talk to? Um, do you have any advice that you can give them about the way they're feeling? And um, Well, I guess, well, maybe a couple things. So yeah, talking to people is always helpful, I think. Um, letting yourself grieve for what you've lost no matter where along in your pregnancy that it is I remember the same best friend that I asked to tell me when I was going through all of this I remember sitting in her kitchen and crying and but telling her that I felt so stupid because you know I had only I think the whatever the recent miscarriage was that I was sitting in her kitchen after I think was maybe at like six weeks and I was like, you know, people carry their babies for so much longer and it's only six weeks and it's not, you know, and she like snapped, not snapped at me, but was like, you know, you have every right to feel how you feel. Don't let other people, it doesn't mean that you can't feel empathy for other people going through other situations, but you should give yourself the grace to feel however it is that you need to feel during that time and be okay with that. Um, I also would say that, uh, you know, get obviously reach out for medical help if it's been a while and, you know, don't be afraid to go to a doctor and get help and get, try to figure out what's going on to determine if there is a problem or if it's just a timing thing or whatever the issues may be. Um, and then I also think that it is very important for the people that are around you to everybody that will be around you will be trying to help you or say something to you um, to make you feel better. But for the people that are surrounding someone who's going through miscarriage or any loss or anything like that, like I know earlier, mom, you said something about, you know, that maybe the loss is because the baby right. wasn't viable or whatever. Right. Those kinds of things and things people tell you, they, I don't they know, don't personally, they make right. me feel worse. All you want people to do when you're going through something like that is just say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that that happened. I'm here to you. Not a story about how it happened to you. Not a, it might be for this reason or it's God's way or whatever. Like, sure, maybe in a couple months later, you can tell somebody that or they know that, I mean, or whatever. But and when you're in it, last thing you want is a lecture from somebody, even if they mean well about how they feel about it. Like it's hard. So that would be my advice to the people who are trying to support someone who's going through this, like just be there for them and tell them you're sorry and that it sucks and buy them ice cream and let them cry on your shoulder or take them out. I don't know, whatever they need, but with, you know, without having them have to think about it or overthink about it unless they're asking to talk about it. But um, yeah, that's probably the only advice. I mean, just, you know, give yourself some grace. It hurts and it's okay that it hurts. Yes. It's okay to mourn the loss and absolutely because it's a loss. It was there and that baby was there and then it's not. And yeah. You know, like you talked about the excitement of getting pregnant, 
was all there. And then now that baby is right. gone. You're losing the baby. And I understand that you didn't see the baby. You didn't, I mean, sometimes you do, sometimes you don't, or you hear a heartbeat. Sometimes you don't like, there's a lot of things, but if, but it's all the ideas that surround it. I mean, most people, not most, that's not true. Um, I mean, the people like me who are planning and trying and then they get pregnant and then they lose it. They're losing all of these hopes and dreams that they had and this realization that what if I can't get that or what if I can't get there or what if, you know, this was the only chance I had and it's gone and there's all these different things that you're mourning. You're not just mourning the actual baby. And even for when it's maybe a surprise and then you still end up having a loss, like you, you went through something and then you lost it. So there's always some sort of mourning that is going to take place and you just allow yourself to do it. And it, you know, it's okay. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely a loss and it should be treated as a loss and it shouldn't be treated as well. Everybody goes through it, blah, 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 blah. Right. It shouldn't right. be thrown away like, you know, I don't know what you're so upset about. And, and the old, you know, you can always get pregnant again. That, that to me doesn't help either, you know, because you don't even know if you can always get pregnant no, again. No, you don't. And you honestly and, don't want to hear that. Nobody wants to hear right, that. Nobody wants to hear that. So mm-hmm. it's more, you know, allowing the person to go through the grieving process and being with them. When you have a, a relative that dies, you grieve with that person. Right. You don't just because say, oh, somebody go, go died. You just a grandmother. Like, right. right. Really how it works. <laughs> There's like, lots of grandmas you know, out there. Right. When somebody, yeah. When somebody dies, your normal response is, I'm so very sorry for your loss. Please let me know if I can help you or, or I'll, you bring food or you do something or, you know, you don't, you don't give them some sort of spiel about how, well, you know, other people's grand people lose their grandmas too, or, <laughs> Other people, you know, your grandma was lucky because of this and da, 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 or you got her for this long. I only got my grandma for this long. Like nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear that. Right. The thing is to be supportive and be understanding and allow a person to grieve the loss. Like you say, no matter how, you know, long the pregnancy lasted for five weeks, six weeks, you know, 12 weeks, regardless of that it's still a loss and yeah. it's still a major and loss hard. and it, it is not easy. And, um, you having to go through it again and again, you know, so, um, but then your doctor, she basically gave you hormones, right? Was yeah. It- so I had, when I did get pregnant with my daughter, because I had gone to her and we had a plan and she put me on a progesterone I don't know what it's called, supplement maybe, or I don't know, something. It's a progesterone, uh, I don't know. It was to strengthen your uterine wall, right? The connection. No, it's to boost your progesterone levels so that your body, so she was concerned that my progesterone levels were not high enough and that's what needs to be high. They have to be a certain level to keep your pregnancy. So your progesterone, progesterone, (laughs) that's a weird word, is not if your levels are not high enough, then your body doesn't realize that you're pregnant, I believe. I hope I'm saying that right. And then, you know, then you can. So, um, yeah, so that was kind of, she just, that was one of the first things that she was trying to, you know, to do as a, so I took those 
um, progesterone uh, tablets, I can't remember what they're called, but they um, throughout through the first trimester of both my pregnancies and they, uh, I mean, it seemed to work. I don't know. We have babies. What did it? Yeah, but (laughs) that's what I did. It worked. I know it's, it's funny how everybody is different. Like I remember um, the chemical that you produce and I should know what the chemicals name is. HCG. HCG that you produce that gives those pregnancy tests and urinary tests the thumbs up that yes, you're pregnant. I don't produce enough of. So I never knew I was pregnant until my blood tests showed that I was pregnant or physical signs of change in my uterus showed that I was pregnant because those tests based on my urine would always be negative Mm -hmm. or no result. So it's, you know, um, well, I think the important thing is that it doesn't have to be kept a secret. We can talk about it. Um, and we should talk about it because so many people experience it. And so many people still, I think, think it's like something you don't talk about when it's a loss, it's a grieving process. And we all need support during a grieving process, regardless of what it is. And miscarriage is definitely one of those things to grieve about. Well, oh, and that's one more thing also for advice that you should not think or assume that you did something to cause your miscarriage because you didn't. Whatever it is you're thinking, you didn't do it. It just is what it is. And so I think that's partly also why it's kept a secret because or people keep it a secret or they think they did something or they deserved it or they caused it or they feel guilty about it. Right. But you shouldn't and you didn't. And it just is what it is. And that is okay. And that's just, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a, um, something that is looked at badly or shameful or anything like that you shouldn't feel shame over it absolutely and people should not blame you for it don't let anybody blame you right so um good advice so any so any last words or anything about miscarriage or that might have been your last word yeah that's probably about it i don't know i just i mean i'm Glad I could share my story and I'd be, you know, happy to talk to anybody that ever needs someone to talk to about it. So reach out if you need someone to talk to. If you want to share a story, you want to talk about a story, also reach out. Uh, It's an important topic to allow yourself to talk about. Some people don't think they're allowed to talk about it. You are allowed to talk about it and you are allowed to grieve and you are allowed to be sad and cry and go through all the emotions that you go through at the loss of anyone. So I hope this helped um, as we close out the month where we talk about infant loss and um, to everyone out there listening that has lost, regardless of how or when you lost, We pray for you, we grieve for you, and we're here for you. Um, And I thank you for listening. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. Be sure to head over to PumpedUpParenting.com to grab your free copy of the Patient's Playbook. Wishing there was a manual for your toddler? Well, good news, now there is. You can pick up your copy of Raising Happy Toddlers, How to Build Great Parenting Skills and Stop Yelling at Your Kids, my newest release on Amazon today. Tune in next time for more tips, advice, and strategies as you continue to pump up your parenting and create childhoods that everyone can blossom from. Have yourself a really fun day. Bye-bye.